you really you really got to ask yourself the question what if what if a bunch of right-wing americans uh forcibly helped a march where they walked into some uh you know heavily respected uh black community and started uh, chanting racist slogans and attacking the people there and trying to uh, force them out of their own homes. Do you think it'd be covered by mainstream media? Do you think they'd quietly let that take place and just not mention it? You really have to ask yourself uh, why it is that Israel gets such a uh, pass by not just mainstream media in America, but really worldwide. You need to defend your civilization against the onslaught of this cancer of progressivism, liberalism, and globalist brainwashing. This is a life or death situation. No messing around. The prescription is two doses of InfoWars taken daily. We're going to go out to your phone calls again in just a moment, but I do want to talk a little bit about uh, our, our greatest ally, the country uh, that can do no wrong and that uh, it is illegal here in America to criticize or attempt to uh, organize against. That's just how good they are. Of course, I'm talking about Israel. Israel Prime Minister defends March marked by violence and racism. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett on Monday defended the decision to hold an annual march that celebrates Israel's takeover of East Jerusalem that was marked by violence and anti-Palestinian racism. Authorities called up thousands of police, forcibly cleared out Palestinians, and risked another war with Islamic militant group Hamas to ensure that tens of thousands, mostly right-wing Israelis, could parade through a dense Palestinian neighborhood and hundreds could visit a bitterly contested holy site. Israel had changed the route at the last minute during last year's march at a time of soaring tensions over violence at the holy site and attempts by settlers to remove dozens of Palestinian families from their homes in East Jerusalem. Hamas still fired rockets and an 11-day Gaza war ensued in which uh, Israel flattened entire apartment blocks and had uh, accusations of war crimes leveled against them at the court at the UN. You really, you really really got to ask yourself the question, what if, what if a bunch of right-wing Americans uh, forcibly held a march where they walked into some, uh, you know, heavily respected uh, black community and started uh, chanting racist slogans and attacking the people there and trying to uh, force them out of their own homes? Do you think it'd be covered by mainstream media do you think they quietly let that take place and just not mention it you really have to ask yourself uh, why it is that israel gets such a uh, pass by not just mainstream media in america but really worldwide the palestinian red red crescent which is like the muslim version of the red cross rescue service said 62 pal Palestinians were wounded, including 23 who needed hospitalization. Israeli police said they arrested over 60 suspects and that five officers were wounded. The vast majority of those arrested appear to have been Palestinian, although police refused to provide a breakdown. They get attacked and then they get arrested. Uh, Bennett praised the marchers, saying that except for an extremist group whom we will deal with to the fullest extent of the law... <coughs> Those who celebrated yesterday did so in a very special, heart-lifting way. See these videos of, of hearts being lifted? There, he's got the, the heart-lifting gun pointed at the Palestinian. Yes, they're lifting hearts. Very special. 
special rocks they're throwing at Palestinians, special punches they're throwing at their faces. Pretty incredible. Of course, the location of this march is the old city with sites sacred to Jews, Christians, and Muslims. And of course, the main center point of this is the uh, known as the Temple Mount, or Muslims know as the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound. The site, they say, is the holiest site for Jews and the third holiest for Islam. It's frequently been the epicenter of Israeli-Palestinian violence. According to uh, Jewish tradition, they have to rebuild the temple at this site in order to bring about the Messiah. And so in order to rebuild the temple, first they have to get rid of the Al-Aqsa Mosque, which really begs the question, what's the weeping wall? I don't understand. If the Al-Aqsa Mosque is the remnants of the temple, then what is the weeping wall? Because that's not at the Alaska Mosque, which means it's not a wall of the temple, which means what are they praying at? It's all very confusing. But the reason I wanted to bring this up is because not only are you not seeing reports about this in the mainstream media, they're editing reports about this to disguise what actually happened. And we're going to read some changes that were made to a particular BBC article here. The article was titled, uh, Jerusalem Flag March, Israeli Nationalists Stream Through Muslim Quarter. And you can actually go to News Sniffer, and it keeps track of changes made to uh, articles. And so the, ori the article originally said that BBC's Tom Bateman says Israeli security forces forcefully cleared out Palestinians from around the Damascus Gate, Damascus Gate entrance into the old city's Muslim quarter as the marchers arrived. So originally says Israeli forces forcefully cleared Palestinians from around the Damascus Gate. That was changed to BBC's Yolanda Nell says it is raucous by the Damascus Gate entrance of the old city as young Israelis chant and dance, carrying flags and playing drums as they head towards the Muslim quarter. Now, originally, the original article said, he says Israelis are, ma Israelis are making their way through the quarter's narrow alleys, chanting nationalistic slogans. A BBC covering the annual event, known as the Flag March, was verbally abused and forcefully shoved by two marchers, causing a uh, cameraman to lose part of his equipment, he says. Nearby Israeli forces stopped them, but didn't take further actions, our correspondent adds. So the original story talked about how these uh, Israeli nationalists attacked the BBC verbally and physically. Uh, then it was changed to say this, they shout out, the people of Israel live. Some Jewish Israeli families are among the crowd, uh, carrying push chairs down the narrow steps. There's a heavy presence of Israeli police, some with dogs guarding over the proceedings, she says. So completely buried the fact that uh, the BBC was actually attacked for this. You have to ask yourself if the BBC journalists who were attacked appreciate that attack being completely scrubbed from the article. The original article continued to say a group of Israeli marchers shouted death to Arabs at Damascus, Damascus Gate. Some lit a flare and just surged up to the steps where a few Palestinians in cafes had been cleared by security forces, police now pushing the marchers back, back towards the Muslim quarter. So there you have the original story telling the truth that the Israeli marchers were chanting things like, so there you have the original story telling the truth that the Israeli marchers were chanting things like death to Arabs and uh, you know attacking Palestinians who were sitting in cafes. That was changed, and now if you go to the BBC article, it says, but in this space where there would usually be a large number of Palestinians going about their business or sitting on stairs at this time of day, there were only a handful of Palestinian journalists, our correspondent ads. And then the rest of the article uh, continues uh, normally.
So again, you have to ask the question, were they wrong in their first uh, article? Were they, you know, was it not true that they were chanting death to Arabs and attacking the BBC? And if it wasn't true, why didn't you issue a correction that, you know, elucidated the things you got wrong? Of course, the answer is that it was true what they originally um, published. So then you have to ask the question, who made the decision and what, you know, um, what lever was pulled, what uh, leverage uh, did somebody used to get people of the BBC to hide what actually happened and make it less favorable to the Palestinians uh, there in Israel. So a very strange occurrence uh, that again, you don't hear on uh, mainstream media here in America or really anywhere in the world. You really just have to ask yourself uh, if this was Russians and Ukrainians and it was Russian people chanting death to Ukrainians and attacking the BBC film crew, would they be willing to uh, change the story to protect the Russian feelings? I don't think they would.